Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and I'm also into Hour 2 with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. You can find Cam Stewart on Twitter, at Cam Stewart Live. You can find me on Twitter, at Sports Rage. And don't forget to follow at Sports Grid for all of our links, podcasts, information, schedule. Check out sportsgrid.com. Shout out to everybody watching on Pluto, Zumo, Stir, whatever platform you're joining us on right now. The radio side of things will join us. In a couple of moments, uh, we've got the match, the charity uh, match skins game, of course, between Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, and team chief Phil Mickelson uh, wrapping in the house. We've got a NASCAR race uh, once again, another uh, NASCAR race. And it's, it's this is pretty grueling, actually. It's the longest race that they have. So it's like not just like, uh, you know, it's their third race in a span of a week, but they're really going at it uh, right now. And speaking of going at it, actually, you know, you figured, okay, you know, it's a pandemic. We were talking about it earlier. All right, guys, no face rakes, no this, no that. <laughs> it sounds easy in theory. Yes. Right? It's like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, we get it. But, man, they're all competitors. And, look, I tripped like a 14-year-old kid face first into the boards once at a charity hockey game. It's not the proudest thing I've ever done. No, it's not <laughs> It was rollerblade. Oh, yeah, rollerblades, yeah. Oh, no, no, dude, it was a seat. It was a little seat. Yeah. Dude, I was on, uh, I was on rollerblades. Oh, amazing. I'm a, I played hockey. I could skate. Rollerblades or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had a problem hard, like, stopping. But I oh, could yeah, rollerblades, yeah, exactly. But this kid was, like, good on the rollerblades. Yeah. And he was a good little hockey player. So, you know the deal, kid. The kid came into the corner. He, like, sort of gave me a little bump, took the ball and stuff, lifted my stick. Did it again, and they knew I was the host. I was one of the like the celebrity players type thing, right? It's got a bunch of radio people. Whatever, man. The kid sort of kind of slashed me on the shin a bit. And finally, I told him, all right, kid, free pass over. And I just, I tripped him face first. He was like face first into the boards. <laughs> he, he sort of crumpled down and stuff. And people were like, oh, come on, it's for charity. <laughs> It's for charity. Yes. I was like, yeah. listen, I said the kid, they said, oh, he's just a kid. I said he was, yeah, he wasn't just a kid when he was tripping me in the corner, was he? Yeah. Exactly. No, he's not a kid. You know these kids, Cam, they're in good shape. For He looked like a little camera too, Drew. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, kids, yeah, little yeah. smart mouth kid there skating around. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, yeah, you would have tripped him too, Cam. Put him through the glass. Put him yeah, through. Hey, yeah, I didn't, I didn't attack him. I just sort of tripped him, like pretty good though. Like, if he was hacking you, I say no problem with that. Like, if he tripped you, I got no problem with you. But, hey, like, just, I did the old trip cam. I didn't, like, just sort of trip him. I stuck my stick in between his legs type that's trip. A, that's a dirty trip. Joel, <laughs> <laughs> like, remember what the defense yeah, was? Yeah, it wasn't like a harmless, like, trip. Yeah. Like, no. I stuck this, and I sort of, like, turned. Yeah. So it was like it hit his knee hard and he flipped over type thing. Yeah, no, I had a defenseman. He put the stick, you know where the little hole is there? And he put it in, then you skate away and he's like dragging you like a fish. I'm like, you prick. Like, that's the worst move you could do to a guy. Putting your stick in between the hole in the skate at the bottom, that's dirty. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's hard that's to the do guy on the fly. That's hard, hard to do on the fly. Next, 
I, I'm going to kill you, buddy. Because he's like, got I, control of you then, right? He's like, like, like around and like, he's like driving you in. I'm like, okay, now now it's on. In our day, we talked about it the other day with the face, uh, the, the cages. Man, when those cages came out, it was more dangerous. Everyone just started grabbing each other's cages and ripping each other's heads. And then people had neck injuries. But let's bring in the, uh, the radio side of things uh, right now. Game time decisions, hour two. What's up? Let's do this thing. We welcome SB Nation Radio, the loudest station and the nation. We're rolling. I am Marenzi throwing it down with the Raging Redhead Cam store. Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic will step up and in. We'll talk some NASCAR. We'll get Cam's NASCAR picks. It was very, very frustrating. Um, it has been, been a frustrating NASCAR week. been frustrating to, to be betting on sports again. Bad uh, UFC decisions. Oh, you know. Golf screw jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they run on the same track. I take Denny Hamlin in the first race on Sunday, and no, he finishes fifth. And um, of course, Kevin Harvick wins. Then I take Brad Keslowski, and then Denny Hamlin wins. Yeah. Should have just went back to the well with Denny Hamlin. Yeah, easier said than done, though. Keslowski. He's right there, Gabe. What are you going to do? That's 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 the thing. It's very, very tough right now. Yeah, I'd like some luck to go our way because uh, I'm not sure if I could take any more bad luck. Ooh, it's killing one. me. And it's a lot like golf. You don't get the fat odds because yeah. golf actually, you know, it's guys at 50 to 1 will win all the time. 45 to 1, yeah. 60 to 1, 80 to 1. That'll actually happen. It'll make up for the losses. NASCAR, you don't really get that leeway. Once in a while, a guy will win in the 14 to 1, 16 to 1. Yeah. The, the restrictor plate races, that's where more random stuff uh, will happen. Uh, so, you know, we're two races in right now. We're 0 for 2. We've hit a matchup uh, play, but we're 0 for 2 as far as uh, the winners are concerned. The Coca-Cola 600 odds right now, Kyle Busch, who hasn't had the start that he's looking for, the restart, so to speak. And I'm telling you, bro, he's he's in the mix here. And he's the guy I'm sort of looking at uh, right now. And, you know, another guy, the odds makers, though, they know this so well. They know it better than you and I do. Martin Truex, Cam, is a guy. Remember I told you the yeah. other night? I said Truex doesn't really like Darlington. It's not really his track. Uh, but I said watch out for him on the cookie cutters. They could call these the cookie cutters plus 550. See, the yeah. makers are onto it, Cam. They know what drivers are good at each track. They're not going to give you money. Just yeah, they, they don't care about your Yeah, like it's Hamlin not story. always just, oh, he's always <laughs> nine to one. Exactly. Yeah, it's not always nine to one. No, yeah. no. It's like they change the odds per track all the time. Yeah, so, I don't Kyle Busch plus 430, Truex plus 550, Kevin Harvick plus 600, Chase Elliott is plus 850, Denny Hamlin 9 to 1, Kislowski 10 to 1, Logano 10 to 1, Alex Bowman 12 to 1. So uh, we'll get into that and more. Get on the grid at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid.com, and of course, SB Nation Radio. Weekdays at 6, we're throwing it down. We've got more NASCAR talk, we've got a Cam Newton update and more. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gable Reds. We're throwing down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. We've talked about the match. We've talked NASCAR. We've got more NASCAR coming up with Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic, one of the best in the business of covering the tracks. Uh, we'll get more golf uh, picks in. We'll get Cam's final picks. And Cam says he's not betting anymore. He says he's not betting anymore. 
I'm like, uh, I don't believe him. And uh, this is like the time you told me you're going to you start eating more salad. And I said, yeah. no, you won't. And you grudgingly admitted that you didn't. That you brought up about three weeks later that you had one salad or sort yeah, of something. Yeah. yeah, you'll see when you come over. I got a bag of broccoli in the freezer. I, 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 every once in a while I have, uh, I do stir fries with meat and, and like a little Newman. bit of vegetables. I what? wouldn't eat broccoli. I'm like Newman from Seinfeld. We had a lot of Seinfeld references yes. today, but I'm like Newman. I wouldn't eat broccoli if you deep fried it in chocolate. Nah, I eat it. I, I'm telling you, like, I don't eat a lot of salads, but when I do stir fries, I throw in the salads. I'm not very good, though, Gabe. You've seen me. Double cheese on everything, fried chicken, everything. You know, I, I, my diet's not very good. I love I'm a cola monster. I suck back Pepsis and Cokes like they're going out of style. So I'm not going to tell you I'm a pillar of health, but I do touch vegetables. <laughs> well, remember, Kat, you don't make friends with salads. You don't, don't make, make friends, friends with salads. Salad. Um, so yeah, we'll get back. Uh, we'll get to, into the match. We got NASCAR with Jordan uh, Jordan Bianchi. Um, I want to talk about uh, some quarterbacks in the National Football League. Uh, we talked about Cam Newton. I said I want to get Cam Newton. Cam Newton put a uh, video out actually. Uh, but before we get to Cam Newton, let's talk about this Dak Prescott uh, news. Yeah. And you never know what's really real and what's not real. But the reports are from various sources that the Dallas Cowboys offered him. $175 million for uh, for five years, which is $35 million a year. Yes, it is. Now, I don't know what the signing bonus would have been, the guaranteed money, but I imagine it would have been pretty significant. And Dak Prescott is not going to have a lot of people on his side. No. We talk about baseball players not having people on their side. You're asking them to live in quarantine and risk their life and all this type of stuff. Nobody's going to sympathize with Dak Prescott for turning down $35 million a year. Gabe, it's crazy to me. So you're telling me that uh, Dak Prescott's in Russell Wilson territory? Get bent. He's an okay quarterback. He hasn't won in big games. I know a lot of the time Elliott and him haven't been on the same page, but he misses a lot of throws too. He's a decent quarterback in the National Football League. He's not anywhere close to that. We've talked about possibly Aaron Rodgers in his last trick. Imagine Aaron Rodgers with a star on his helmet. We talked about the Bears screwing over the Packers. That could be a real interesting situation. I don't think Dak Prescott... Dallas has a lot of money. They, they spend a lot of money. Do you think he's going to be a cowboy? I'm not so sure about this situation right now. Jerry has extended it. It looks like it's not good. These guys have not been on good terms, and it's too much money. You can't just spend that kind of money on a quarterback. There's other people that need to be greased. I like him, Gabe, but he's not worth that money. Sorry, kid. You're not Russell Wilson. You don't deserve that type of money. Good quarterback, not great. You know what? When When... When they brought Andy Dalton in, I think a lot of people just sort of thought, wow, you yeah. know, it's, it's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Andy Dalton's not just there to be a backup, potentially. I think it was a message. They almost thinking like Mariota and, and Tannehill. Good call. And, you know, put a little pressure on Dak Prescott uh, right now. But it's just so Dallas. You know what I mean? And, you know, you guys, they're like a couple. Like, you guys get married or aren't you? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's her, it's her, it's him, it's both of them. And it's like, at what point? You know, what I mean, the Cowboys seem to be reluctant to really lock it in, but I guess they're not if they're offering the guy 175 million dollars. And I tell you what, Cam, Dak Prescott better take a look at Jameis Winston. He better take a look at Cam Newton. Uh, he better take a look at Andy Dalton and Mar Marcus Mariota. There's a lot of quarterbacks who have started, who have held gone to Pro Bowls. Yep been in playoff games and looking for work after the fact. Yes. All right. So you're Dak. 
there won't be a team. There's not six teams lining up for you, bro. People are going to say, Dak Prescott's available. So what? Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be available next year, too. That's what I was saying, buddy. You know, oh, and Trevor yep. Lawrence. Like, I've never seen an era quarter, uh, Cam, where quarterbacks sort of get – it used to be always available just sign him. It's, it's a different world we're in now for quarterbacks to get signed. Teams don't want to pay them. You notice it's almost like a new deal. We're not going to give a quarterback $40 million a year. No. I'd rather give Marcus Mariota $8 million a year and get another guy in here to compete with him. Right? Like, you notice it's sort of a trend right now with some NFL teams. Well, and the Patriots are basically saying this, too. Everyone's like, I can't believe they haven't picked up one of these guys. Like, what about Cam Newton? They're basically telling you, yeah, you know what? Jared Stidham from Auburn, uh, he was behind Tom Brady. We're going to give him a chance to be our quarterback right now. Obviously, the organization has faith in him, and you're right. A lot of these guys, what has Dak Prescott done, though, Gabe, to deserve that money? He's not even close, in my opinion, to that range. You could say they didn't have receivers. They go pick up Amari Cooper. You got, And another thing is, you got a great running game with Ezekiel Elliott, and that makes things a hell of a lot easier for a quarterback. How about this? He misses throws. How about this? So Russell Wilson made $35 million last year. Exactly. Russell Wilson is an MVP, Super Bowl, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Like, yeah. he really is a great He's superstar. Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger made $34 million. Yep. Two-time Super Bowl winner. Correct. Two times, two, two, two times Super Bowl winner. Mm -hmm. It's been in the league for like 14 years or whatever the hell it's been. Taking a beating, keeps on taking. Taking a beating, one, you know what I mean? Um... Aaron Rodgers made $33.5 million. Are you better than Aaron Rodgers, bro? No. no. You, so why would you get paid more than he does? Right? Like, it's amazing. You go down to quarterback. Jared Goff makes 33.5. Jared Goff, um, can you please uh, call me and give me your agent's phone number? Yeah. Because you got a hell of an agent, bro. You're right. Whoever's representing you, please represent me in camp. If you're, yeah, honestly, like we, we our agent. Well, all right, I got he got that much. I'll tell you what. Sam Goff got thirty three point five mil. <laughs> yeah, Sam Bradford, good call, Puccio. He, he used to get yeah, the Sam Bradford's yeah, agent, great agent. Yeah, yeah, he robbed the bank. Uh, hey guys, uh, here I am. Give it to me. You're right about this, Goff. Goff is one guy too. Like you look at it, he is yes, he's overpaid uh, compared to what he can do. Uh, difference is, though, uh, Puccio, Chase Daniel, he's a backup quarterback that did co come in the league and has kind of paid his dues over time. I will he's, say Chase Daniel was a good backup quarterback like four or yeah. five years ago, but he's done. The yeah. thing is, the problem is it's not so much Dak Prescott's fault, but there's an, there's an inclination in the National Football League that every time a quarterback signs, he becomes the highest paid quarterback. Yeah, and I disagree. And it's with like they, they have to stop that. Uh -huh. And, you know, normally, and you guys know, I've been way pro-player when it comes to this pandemic and anti-owner, but I'm pro-owner and GM on the side of this, sure. that it's like, dude, just because your contract's up doesn't mean that you're the best player in the league. And it bothers me in the NBA as well. They, they, they screw themselves with the system that they have. Like, if DeMar Rosen's a max player, okay? I love DeMar DeRozan. He's a great guy. He's one of my most, uh, you know, one of my favorite players in the NBA. Mm -hmm. DeMar DeRozan is a max player. LeBron James is a max player. Yeah. They're not the same. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's these, you know, like Fred Van Fleet. The Raptors might lose Fred Van Fleet. Somebody sure. might offer Fred Van Fleet a max contract. They might. And if you're great. the Raptors, can you really, you know, it's like, dude, you hit a bunch of threes for us, but... 
You can't justify it. You're not LeBron James. You're not Kevin Durant. Like, I can't give you $48 million a year for the next four years. Like, one of those type of deals. It's a big problem. It's a huge problem. I know, and nobody but there's always going to be a team that's going to throw it out there. And I like Fred Van Fleet. I'll pay him. I'm I'm just stating that not everybody's equal. That's my whole point here. Not everybody is equal. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, people hate communism so much, but everyone wants communism. Oh, well, he gets that, so I should get this. He's better than you. Um... Uh, so Carson Wentz gets $32 million. Carson Wentz a little over. Carson Wentz got to stay healthy. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Carson Wentz hasn't yes. fully earned his money. I'll no, he hasn't. He's, he's injury prone. And uh, I'll tell you, if he gets injured this year, the Eagles will be looking for a, a, a long-time solution. That's for sure. I, I'm Hurts. not sure. But Hurts, I'm not sure. Hurts isn't going to be ready for a couple of years, though, Gabe. That's the point. I don't think he's don't NFL know. ready think, right now. No, I know. Well, I tell you what, if if... If Carson Wentz gets hurt, Jalen Hurts going to be the guy. Yeah. And I listen. I I I wouldn't have drafted him that high. It was strange, you know. You and I agreed on 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 Jalen Hurts, but it appears as though they look at him differently. Yeah, they That's they fair. look at him differently. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue. We can talk to the quarterbacks. We're talking NFL football right now. I don't know. Like, what's Jake Glazer uh, smoking? He's got some Primo Cali weed going on. Talking about Taysom Hills, like better than Lamar Jackson and stuff, a bigger <laughs> Lamar Jackson. No, no, he's not. He's not a bigger version of Lamar Jackson, right? He was a stiff cornerback at BYU. It's a gadget player in the NFL right now with an offensive mastermind uh, coach in Sean Payton. Get on the grid. The Vampire Diaries. That's why we got screwed in the Walt Harris fight, Ken, because a lot of refs would have stopped it. He was chilling over him. Yeah, no, don't worry, Gabe. Whatever we have, if 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 something good was going to happen, no, we'll we'll just lose. That's just the way it goes. Anyway, I'm going to say this: be careful what you wish for. Uh, Nagano's a killer, and John Jones, as you said, I see the regression there. And I'll tell you something: if he gets clipped, he's not going to wake up. Uh, I know you want to get a paycheck, but. That's a guy I'd be very, very, very careful who you want to fight because that guy, he can end it real quick. He's scary. Thing is, John Jones, John Jones is a better fighter. Yes, than he is. is yes, right? he is. Yes, he is. Yep. He's more agile. He's more well-rounded. He's but, smarter. The only thing is, Jones is in, like, he's done. Like, as you stated, there's no, I don't care. I don't care if you're John Jones. You're not a natural heavyweight. And Francis Naganu literally could put his fist through a brick wall. Yes, he like, can. He set the Guinness Book of World Records, guys. Like the strongest punch ever recorded. Mm-hmm. The guy is like a menace to society. Like, <laughs> dude, like he swung four times in Jarazino and he missed. Like he tried, dude, he did this like overhand type thing that really probably would have killed him. Like he swings. And it's the thing that people talk about, though, Cam. Naganu swings wildly still. You know, yeah, he does. It's, yeah, it's not that compact. It's getting better, but he's nowhere near as refined as John Jones is. But if John Jones gets hit and hit, hit, he's going to sleep. Like he yes. will not be able to not get knocked down by that. That is exactly my point. Jones could do a lot of things, and that's the thing. He's a smarter fighter. He's been around the game. He knows every trick in the book. But Gabe, you know it. Once you get into the octagon, if you get clipped, that's the last guy that you want to get clipped from because his 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 face will be spaghetti. It'll be over, man. Because that guy hits. He he is so tough. It's getting real right now. John Jones is beginning the smack talk. Yeah, there's gonna go. be no turning back now. John Jones says, "You you ain't scaring anybody. I'll expose you." 
uh, Alistair Overeem, uh, old Reem. Reem's excited for the fight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Reem said, ooh, this will be a mega fight. Uh, Alistair Overeem, who does Overeem think is going to win? Uh, John Jones, Francis Ngannou have been there beefing on social media. Overeem tells Ariel Hawani, I've been seeing that online. I love the idea from two of them. I love it. I think, uh, I definitely think John can beat him. Interesting. Interesting. So all, I know what the odds are, Cam. I know what the odds are. I don't believe you do know what the no, odds are. No, I don't. Are. I have no clue. Can I guess? Who do you want to take and what, what are you looking at? Like, I, I want to take Nagano. I, I, I'm so sick of John. The Friday edition of Game Time Decisions continues. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic is still uh, set to step up and in and join us. We'll talk Coca-Cola 600 uh, with uh, Jordan. That's a long and, uh, one. Yeah, that's we'll a long get, one, buddy. It's a long one. <laughs> and uh, we'll get, that's your big boy. And uh, we'll get Cam's picks. Uh, we'll give you our picks. Of course, uh, we've got the match uh, still to get to, but... Never a bad time uh, to talk uh, NFL football. We're just talking the quarterback situation with Dak Prescott and comparing NFL quarterback salaries. And Dak Prescott reportedly rejected a um, $35 million a year deal. And I guess he's thinking down the road, quarterbacks, he get paid more. But as you stated, listen, Dak, the best, the best time, the best football Dak Prescott's ever played, really. And it's kind of interesting because they had a high scoring offense last year, but it's, it's just numbers. It was fake. It was empty calories. You guys were bad on third down. You couldn't convert when you needed to. You couldn't actually score against good teams. You didn't beat a team with a winning record. Think about it. Yeah, Thanksgiving about game against Buffalo, you got you got exposed there. All the big Sunday night games, you got exposed. Every single big game, you Did never they ever beat a team with a winning record last no, year. No. no, that's the thing. That's and that's you want thirty-five million dollars a year. You got Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, and yeah. Michael Gallup, and you it's, can't even beat a team with a winning record. It's not. Why not? I don't even want it. You know what? I'm starting to get to the point. Take the offer off the table, bro, almost. I agree. I'm dead serious. I'd say, you know what, Doc? You know, if you want, well, we'll franchise you, franchise tag you for one year here, bro. We're rescinding the offer. Like, at some point, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, they got to make up their mind. But Doc Prescott's never won a game for them. That's what I'm saying. He's never won a game for them. Like, oh, they were down 21-3 and Doc Prescott caught fire. He's never like he's a front runner. If they're beating a yes, bad team, yes, all right, he'll yes. play well. Like you said, his, his deep balls are terrible. He overthrows, he underthrows. His accuracy is off on deep passes. It is. You know I what like the thing with me too, Cam, with him? And I was a massive fan of him. Followed him in Mississippi State. Oh, you know, I liked the kid a lot. And I was going to say he had a great career starting out and what he did and he accomplished. Fame's gotten to the kid's head a bit, bro. A little you can bit. Tell. It seems re recently, yes. Yeah. All the good things that he did before. Got a lot of attitude. He used to be yes, more he, humble. Remember? The party. All now this. And not accepting the money. Things have changed with Dak Prescott. And you're right. He's had a tough upbringing. He's a kid that we've always cheered for. And I like him. But we have to put on the brakes. I love your analogy. Empty calories. Let's remember another thing, too. Andy Dalton is coming in from the Cincinnati Bengals, who had one of the worst offensive lines in the league. You're going to go behind that Dallas offensive line. You give Dalton time, things are going to look a little bit different in Dallas a start. Cowboys can win 10 games with Andy Dalton yes, as their start. That's what I said with the Patriots, too. Dalton has always been in a position to lose. He's always had A.J. Green hurt. He Dallas is the perfect spot. Yes, TCU quarterback, Dallas, good well, offense. I'm talking about the wide receivers, this oh, yeah. the weapons that he would have. Yep. Um, 
Listen, if Dak, Dak Prescott, you got to be careful what you wish for because how many other people are going to be offering you? And especially now, bro, we're in the middle of a pandemic and stuff. Revenues could change in the future. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, things could change. So I'd be very, very careful. It's a slippery slope. Put it this way. Like, Matthew Stafford's been in the league a long time. And, you know, Matt Stafford hasn't had a ton of success. Matthew Stafford is better than Dak Prescott. He has had... Playing for the Detroit Lions, he's never had a running game to the last couple of years. They've actually drafted a running back. They've had horrible coaching. Except Caldwell was good, but now with Patricia, he's had major injuries. I'm telling you, Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. When you give him time, he will beat you. They never really had the offensive weapons till they drafted Galladay too, a real deep threat to go with Jones Jr. Come on, Gabe. Let's 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 call it out for what it is. Matt Stafford has been a serviceable, serviceable above-average quarterback on a bad team. He has done more in his time than Dak Prescott. I'm sorry, and I like Dak Prescott. Oh, he has. He's making 20. He only makes 27 million. He only makes uh, 27 million. So speaking of other quarterbacks, Cam Newton still on the market right now. And you know, as you see here, Cam Newton released a little workout uh, tape. It's not much here. It's him throwing bombs. Yeah, exactly. But there's, he's had other videos where he does look like he's in shape. He's, you know what I mean? I don't know about the agility and can, how much can he run around right now, but the fact that we're in this pandemic, the fact that teams aren't in camps and the players are doing virtual stuff, it's very hard to get hurt doing a virtual camp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're DeAndre Baker. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Ed Oliver. Uh, yeah, which that, that whole uh, Baker and Dunbar story is, is unraveling, actually. And, you know, you can just read right through this, basically. It totally happened, yet the witnesses are saying it didn't. Of course they are. Right? And this is one of these deals. You know it happened. And it turns out, just like the Lattimore guy, it was a poker game. All these guys, like, they're playing poker and craps and stuff, and it's getting nasty. They know each other, the Dunbar guy and, and Baker, they all know each other. It happened. Like, there was a falling out, something happened, and he was like, give me your damn watch and stuff. But the code of the street. Yeah, snitches get stitches. They don't want to be snitches about it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Right. Like, they might shoot him after about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're actual, you know, the guys from Miami, they don't play like that. So they said to the cops, they never know. Nothing like that happened. Here's a tip. And they're like, they're like, dude, there were witnesses. They saw it. Like, we know it happened. Didn't you guys, happen. You guys got millions of dollars. You go to a poker game. That's the thing. Make sure you have the money to, to pay. Like, that, there's nothing worse. Like, you go into a situation. It's like, okay, say you lose a couple hundred thousand dollars. Well, you got a couple hundred thousand dollars you're going to have to pay or don't show up at the damn game. It's pretty simple. You know what? We've lost money beyond our means before. It's, it's, it's equivalent to what you make. I know guys that I still know today. They play twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 poker games. They rent a hotel for the night, get into it. Hey, if you don't have the money, there's no excuses for that. Don't show up at the damn game if you don't have the money. Yeah, I don't I don't know the backstory of why why Baker and Dunbar felt as if though they got played like they did. They're still stupid. Yeah. They're still stupid for doing what they did. Correct. But I think legally, it's Florida, bro. It's just another day. It's like one of like 18 million <laughs> weird things that happen in the state. What am I, you know what I'm what saying? What am I gonna like, do tonight? That's a little bit It's like when you hear like Ed Oliver's arrest. Oh, yeah, an unregistered firearm. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure in Texas, like, that's, like, the worst thing in the world, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, he's going to get fined. There'll be community service and stuff. But but legally, I think, like I said, Dunbar and Baker, I think their situation's good because the guys, no one wants to press charges. They yep. want to move on and uh, handle it in their own way.
So just as far as Cam Newton is concerned, before we get to some more golf, uh, give me your golf picks, Cam, how you're going to handle it. Um, Cam Newton plus 300 to go to the Washington Redskins. Seems to me that's the perfect fit. But as I stated, because there's virtual camps and stuff, no one's getting hurt, right? Quarterbacks will eventually get hurt. Once they start practicing, once yep. they start playing, people will get hurt, and Cam Newton's going to be that guy. And if they blackball Cam Newton, bro, like they did Kaepernick, and Cam Newton never did anything like that, we got a problem then. We well, got a problem. I, like, I already think we do have a little is, bit of a problem. This is getting ridiculous. Like, I think we do know, have a bit of a problem. Don't yeah, you agree? Well, we already we already. Let's call it out right. what it is, right? There's a little bit of a problem there. Uh, the Redskins plus 300. I think the Steelers plus 450. I've always thought that. You know how Jameis Winston went to the Saints? Yes. And I thought, all right, it's sort of perfect moving forward. Maybe he could be the quarterback of the Saints after. I was thinking Cam Newton or Roethlisberger. But Roethlisberger's ego couldn't handle Cam Newton standing there. And I don't think Cam Newton wants to stand there on the sidelines either. And ironically enough, that was a game that Cam Newton was never the same after. They got smoked by the Pittsburgh Steelers on primetime television. Um, Steelers plus 450 for Cam Newton. Denver Broncos 5-1 to one for Cam Newton. The New England Patriots, yeah, plus five hundred. Seattle plus five hundred. Which I don't know if Cam wants to be a backup. That's uh, the thing. Yeah, like you want you want to be a backup, or you gonna look? I'm just surprised that some of these other teams aren't there, Gabe. But uh, Chicago and, Bears plus seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, the Bears. Would I, you I would just, rather have Nick Foles or Cam Newton? If I'd uh, I, I kind of you know what? I'd rather have Cam Newton than Nick Foles. Sorry. Me too. I'd roll the dice. He'd be cheap. He'd be cheaper, and you roll the dice with him. If he's healthy, he's good. He isn't. We agree with that. Like Nick Foles, it was a nice uh, run with Philadelphia system. Everything worked out, and that's what happens sometimes. We saw him with Jacksonville. Nick Foles is a serviceable NFL quarterback at best. A uh, nice guy. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Can't take anything away from him. But I also think, Gabe, there's a reason. When I mean, we watched him at Arizona, he's all right, but he's not. Uh, he's not going to be leading any teams in the future. I could tell you that. All right, uh, Cam. So we've got a couple of a uh, couple of minutes before Jordan Bianchi steps up and in and talks some NASCAR uh, with us. So the match, it's nearly here, buddy. No turning back. You claim you're not going to be betting any more money on it. Do you already have quite a bit on it? Yeah, I already have more than what you said on it. I, the fact that the line's going down, it went down for me earlier too. Don't want to sound like Babano where I'm shaving like 60 cents off the line, but it's it, it was it was under 200 when I bet it. I can't I can't put any more money into this thing, Gabe, because if it loses, I'm just I don't want the feeling that I had with Wolf and Fowler. I'm in on Tiger. I also believe the one bet it ending on 16 and 17 is is worth a little sprinkle. And uh, you got me so you got me hooked, Gabe. You gave me an extra item on the buffet with the FanDuel odds boost of Tiger Woods winning the first hole to uh, extra money. Uh, you could boost up that odds. Usually it's a push on the first hole, but I think they want to come out of the gate hot and get it done. But bigger units on the victory. Woods, Manning, get it done and win. Um, Tiger Woods, we brought we brought it up earlier. Four and five in made-for-TV events, mm -hmm. dating back to the showdown at Sherwood against David Duval. I remember that, yeah. 1999. I remember that. That was a long time ago, brother. <laughs> David Duval. Wow. I used to like that, though. I remember in the old days, they did that stuff. They would do it on, like, Monday nights. It was, like, yeah. night golf. and It was cool. Didn't he play Garcia once? Yeah, and he did one with Annika Sorenstrom. Yeah, yeah, he did. And the female with, player with the in there. Yeah, it was fantastic. I like I, I like to do, do see them mix it up with the ladies, but nobody knows anybody on the LPGA Tour anymore, so who cares? No, no, it's it's different. But Tiger is four and five and made uh, TV events. And listen, in the past, Tiger... Yeah, what does he care if he wins one of these things? He's just there. He has more pressure on him, too, from a sponsorship standpoint and meeting people usually. But times have changed now. Tiger's been off for a while. He's playing on his home course right now. 
and he lost last year. I get it. The Tiger generally wouldn't care about something like this, but he can't go 0-2 against Mickelson in this and have Mickelson chirp all year because he'll probably play again next year. I bet he becomes an annual thing. So he can't. He can't let. Uh, he can't let Phil win. No, he can't. You gotta go. We're all in on this one, game. It's gonna be. We're all gonna be on the good side this time. The good Dan, side. Dan Daly says. Remember that. Uh, Dan Daly says. Remember that Brady never loses to Manning. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right, yeah. Well, we're not. We're not playing. Yeah. Bill Belichick doesn't have your game. Yet. Yet. He's not cheating now. Yeah, you're playing golf here. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Uh, Phil Mickelson's going to be dangerous. He's going to be bringing it. And so will Brady, but I'm counting on it. We're going to get it done. Jordan Bianchi steps up and in next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game Time Assistance continues. Get on the grid. And uh, when we say get on the grid, we're getting on the grid uh, for real. And, of course, SB Nation Radio, the loudest station in the nation. We're throwing it down right now with Jordan Bianchi of The Athletic. Joined us last week as NASCAR is back. And uh, it's been a flurry of activity already. Not the most exciting races, uh, but it's just unusual, um, you know, without the practice, without the qualifications, and then a quick turnaround. But I'm sure the drivers like it so far that they get a chance to get right back on the track especially guys that don't perform well jordan it's always a pleasure my man how you doing i'm doing well and you're and you're right for these guys who don't perform well it's an opportunity to quickly recover and for guys who do well kevin harvick won sunday uh denny hamlin once uh on wednesday it's an opportunity to carry that momentum forward and to try to build off of this and it's an opportunity for these teams to kind of separate themselves i mean you have you know four races over basically a week stretch a little 10 days um, it, it, and that, that's a big chunk of the season, the regular season. It, you can, it can really help establish yourself for the playoff push. Now, for the people out there, let's say the, um, the non-initiated, so to speak, mm-hmm. that, you know, all oh, the race car drivers aren't athletes. How grueling is it, man, to, to race like this? The, the turnaround, especially now, we have the longest race of yeah. the year coming up right now, which is kind of, you know, that's, that's what I find interesting about it. Sort of get, and, you know, we have a, a shortened race, you know, you're, you're back, all right, the the exhilaration, the, I'm sure the energy sort of carried mm-hmm. them through. And then Wednesday, you know, you had the race short race. Now it's a real grind, man. That's going to be a real grind on Sunday night for these guys. It's a grind both physically and mentally. I mean, physically it's demanding, especially as you get into these hot days. You know, in Sunday's race, for example, at Charlotte, the temperatures can be the 90. You know, there's years. Last year, for example, it was in the 90 degrees. It's hot. You're sweating a lot. You have to maintain that focus. Yeah, these guys are athletes. I, you know, that, that there is no doubt in my mind that argument that they're not always kind of blows my mind a little bit. But it's also a mental grind. I mean, you're racing a lot. You've got a lot on your plate. And because now there's less opportunity to be better, you don't have practice, you don't have qualifying, you don't have the same resources at your disposal as you did before, It's being there's a lot of pressure being placed on these drivers to perform. And the spotlight's on them. Now, the spotlight... Uh... Spotlight's been on them, all right. The, the television ratings have been great. And, you know, we saw 6.2, uh, 6.3 million people uh, watch last week. And I imagine Sunday night, holiday weekend, the numbers will be great. So what stands out to you? Is there a team? Because we've got two different teams that have won, right? So we had Stuart Haas mm-hmm. and we've had Gibbs. And, you know, the thought is that Gibbs hasn't been really in a groove. Yeah. But 
it's weird. They don't run well as a team, but they keep winning every second race. <laughs> so that's a really good I'd, point. I'd like to have a team that doesn't. They're not doing. Oh, Joe Gibbs. They're not in the zone right now. Yeah, I don't know, man. They've won three races already. <laughs> you know, that's a really good point. Is you know, Joe Gibbs Racing. They're not performing their 2019 level, which they just dominated. They won 19 races. They won the championship. They won all the big races. That was unprecedented. But they're actually doing really well. I mean, they they won Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin won yesterday. Kyle Busch finished second. So they're doing really well. I do think two things, two teams to stand out besides Gibbs, though. One, Hendrick Motorsports. Alex Bowman has been really quick all season long. He almost won Sunday. He had a quick car last night. And then Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, Kevin Harvick did win Sunday. Um, Clint Boyer, his teammate, was very fast Wednesday night and, and frankly should have had a better finish than he did. They stand out to me. And when you look at Charlotte, there's a lot of characteristics between those two racetracks. I think you're going to see Hendrick very fast again in contention. Chase Elliott um, had a very good run until he got into it with Kyle uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Busch there late. Um, so Hendrick's going to be good. Stuart Haas Racing is going to be good. And again, we go back to Joe Gibbs Racing. Charlotte has been a very good racetrack for them, particularly Martin Truex Jr. Now, I thought that maybe, all right, we're in a pandemic and a social distancing. I was actually wondering, when's the first NASCAR fight going to happen? Right? And <laughs> yeah. you know they told him you can't do it. Well, we've got our first bird, though, right? We had the, the one-finger salute finally here. <laughs> yes, we did have their first middle finger last night. And, we and Bush didn't did. see it, right? Bush didn't see it. <laughs> he says he didn't see it. Uh, he did see the group of guys from Chase Elliott's team kind of congregating around his car uh, at the end there. Um, we almost did. You know, it'd be interesting to see what the if we didn't have these social distancing guidelines in place um, because there would have been more crew members there. The emotions would have been, uh, I think, a little bit higher um, the guys wouldn't have maybe been as restrained. I, I think we would have saw Bruja last night, but as we saw with Kyle Busch and Alan Gustafson, um, with, uh, which is Chase Elliott's crew chief, even when they're social distancing, uh, emotions still override that sometimes, and they were getting pretty heated. Um, but they did maintain uh, their face masks and everything, so that was good. Yeah, and people don't think they're athletes. There were some ripped dudes there, man. I was like, they look like USC <laughs> fighters. I'm like, yeah, man, these NASCAR guys are hitting the gym. <laughs> yeah, the, the pit crew guys, you don't mess around with those guys. Those guys are former – most of those guys are former college athletes, football yeah, players, yeah, wrestlers, yeah. those kind of things. You don't mess around with those guys. Those guys uh, know how to hold well, their really, own. Really, eh? there's a lot of college football players and wrestlers in the pit crews. Oh, yeah. Um, NASCAR teams will go recruit college athletes. They, you know, they're graduating. Obviously, they're they're not going on to professional Oh, you got to be and, strong, an athlete, fast, perform under pressure. Uh, like, right? Absolutely. You have to know how to handle pressure. You've got to know how to work on a team environment. You've got to with expectations. Um, you've got to be able to be quick, uh, hand-eye coordination. Absolutely. These teams will go recruit these athletes at the end of their, their senior years and say, listen, wow. instead of going into, you know, going into whatever line of business you want to go into, why don't you continue being an athlete? Come work for us. So yeah, these guys are, a lot of them are former college athletes at a very high level. That's fascinating. That's, that's amazing. It's a fascinating angle. Um, I'd love to get into that even more. Um, so Talk to me about um, talk to me about the starting position here, because you know I'm a I'm a horse guy as well. I like to bet on horses. I own, me me and Cam uh, our coast. We owned a horse uh, before, so we understand how important starting position is. Starting position hasn't always been a big thing in NASCAR, like Formula One no. per se, or like Indy. Yet I'm looking at the history here of the Coca-Cola, and there actually has been quite a lot of correlations. I know they've run like 120 of them. But 17 winners uh, starting, uh, you know, in the pole position, 17 out of the two spot, 15 out of the three, 10 out of the four, eight out of the five, five out of the six, eight out of the seven. And then there's a drop, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so basically like 11 down. 
You know, like out of the 11 position, one guy's one. Like it's happened once. What do you make of this? And how are they doing it? I know they did the inverted. They flipped the 20. Yep. So is this is this how they're doing it on a, on a race-by-race race basis? Or talk to me about the, how they're going to have the starting position for Sunday. Well, Coca-Cola 600 is going to actually be one of the few races they actually do qualify. Um, this is kind of a trick. So it'll, be, it'll be qualifications for this it'll one. It'll yeah. be strict. So if you're going by your numbers, if you, you know, typically Charlotte, this is a big race. The teams are based in Charlotte. This is a home race when they want to do well. Yeah, that's typically, I think, why you see a lot of these teams qualify well. It's a big deal for that. And so if you qualify well, you typically have some speed and carry over to the race. So there's some correlation there. Um, and that, Other than that, though, but beyond Charlotte, the qualifying order is going to be different. You're not going to have qualifying every week. It's kind of a random draw, kind of a jumbled, you know, kind of a thing they're doing. So it's hard to you line up. You think it will happen, Jordan, where it's sort of like it's harder to do the qualification midweek? You know, it's a weekend yeah. race. Okay, Absolutely. we'll pull it off. So sort of those Wednesday races. It's, it's, it's And you got the Xfinity races running too, right? It's just getting possible, right? It's too much. They want to keep these guys less time at the track. And so they just want to scale down the, these, these race formats on a Wednesday and not have these guys at the racetrack. And that means getting rid of practice and getting rid of qualifying, which means if you're looking at guys to project – you kind of got to rely on the guys who who have a history, who are the big the, the the big name drivers with the big name teams, because they are going to be the most prepared in the best situation, and they have typically been running the best throughout the year. So Kyle Busch, you may, we mentioned uh, Kyle Busch in the purple M and M's. I know when I was in Vegas, I've come close to getting the M and M jacket a couple of times actually. <laughs> yeah, I can believe that it's very popular with kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a big kid, and you no, know, I tell you, what, you'll be the man. You walk into a sports book where or not, trust me, people would buy you drinks all night, Jordan, all right? Actually, I don't even want strangers' drinks anymore. But that's besides, that's, that's besides uh, the point. But listen, uh, you could argue Kurt sort of had a better restart uh, this season. Kyle's got to be getting a little frustrated. How does he react to frustration? And what do you expect from him this weekend? You know, Kyle, Kyle's really been different in, in the last few years and how he's handled adversity. There was a time in his career where he was emotional, overly emotional, and, and if things would happen, he would let it snowball and he wouldn't be able to stop it. That's not Kyle anymore. Kyle's actually a really greedy kind of a driver who's gotten much more mentally tough and, and able to overcome bad situations, and that's why he's a two-time champion now. Um, he does isn't This year, he's not really performing up to his expectations, but you could say that across the board for Joe Gibbs Racing, as we kind of talked about a little bit. But he still finished second uh, last night. He does have some speed in his race car. Charlotte's a really good track for him. Uh, you know, it's not the season that he's wanted so far, but the opportunity is there to, to kind of get better. Kurt's an interesting case. Kurt had a really good run Sunday. Not so much last night. That's kind of been his season, up one week, down the other. Um, he just kind of has lacked consistency a little bit. But if they do hit on it and they do find some speed, Kurt is a very good uh, – is somebody to certainly keep an eye on. Kyle Busch is the favorite uh, at plus uh, 430. Martin Truex Jr. Yep. Martin Truex Jr. has won two of the last four races here. Yeah, Martin is really good at Charlotte. And if I'm looking for a favorite, I'm a big Martin Truex Jr. guy. One, as you just said – Really good here. Knows this track. Knows this race. Not an issue for him that this is NASCAR's longest race. And secondly, he's really kind of come into his own the last few weeks. He had a really good car Sunday. He had some issues. He had to overcome that, but he still had a good finish. Last night in contention again. They seem to be kind of hitting their stride a little bit. Charlotte would be a great opportunity for him to kind of break out and get that first in the win of the year. I would not be surprised to see that happen. A driver that I took on um, on Wednesday was Brad Keselowski. What's mm -hmm. your take on Keselowski coming into the weekend? You know, it, um, I was disappointed where, where Team Penske was at 
at Darlington. They did not have the same speed that they had in their race cars at the beginning of the year. A lot of different factors for that. Charlotte's another is a different racetrack, though. More similar to the racetracks that they were good at at the beginning of the year. I yeah. would expect them to kind of put Darlington behind them. I like all three of the Penske guys. Keselowski is obviously very good here. Joy Logano is really good here. And Ryan Blaney's had a lot of speed this year. Not necessarily always the finishes. So keep, it, uh, keep an eye on all, all those three of those guys. It's been um, uh, it's been great to – what's it like for you? You cover NASCAR to have this much NASCAR. You know, uh, I mean, it's almost like it's, it's back. And even me, just to host in these shows, as soon as the race ends, I don't really even have time. You don't have time to absorb it because I'm like, oh, man, i got to do a show tomorrow and break down that next race, right? <laughs> and you got a new article to write all the time. It's moving quick. And it's certainly moving that. I will say this, though. It's better than the alternative. And to have racing back after two-month lull is great. And I'm happy and I'm fortunate to, to be able to cover this because if you cover other sports, you can't you're not necessarily covering anything right now. So I'm very happy. Uh, it does keep you moving. I will say this, though. Even during that break, there was always things happening. So it, it, this season alone, between what happened to Daytona with Ryan Newman and that finish and uh, everything else between the, the, the stoppage, uh, it's been a whirlwind. Um, how about Eric Jones? Eric Jones was a guy that I liked uh, last week coming when we were, when we were restarting. Uh, there's talk to me about Jones this weekend. Yeah, he almost won the race last night. Had a really good car, was leading some laps, got into the wall late. It cost him a little bit. A lot of speed. Drives for Joe Gibbs Racing, who we've touched on a little bit. They're going to have good cars. Jones does really well on these types of tracks. These mile-and-a-half racetracks, these intermediate racetracks that are high speed. These are really Jones's best tracks. So him breaking out and getting that first win of the season, not a surprise. You know what? I got to tell you, some of, a lot of the pit crew and the drivers, they're, they're pulling it off. They look pretty cool. Uh, with the mask and, yeah. uh, you know, the this, this sport is made for social distancing to begin with. Yeah, please, Denny Hamlin. Like, uh, no, don't do that ever again to me. Like, I saw it, it was freaking me out. <laughs> I looked up, I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. That's going to be for sale on his website soon, I guess, right? Yeah. Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin mask, huh? For people yeah. who didn't see, uh, Denny Hamlin had, like, uh, he had his face, basically, on a mask. Yeah, that was uh, that's gonna give me that gave me nightmares. That was tough. Uh, I understand what he was going for. He was trying to give that smile and be happy, but I think it kind of went in the other direction. Uh, <laughs> that's not for small children. No, it was, it was, I like the I like the sense of humor though. Yeah. Uh, that I like the, the sense of humor he brings to the table. And Denny's another one, right? Denny's just dangerous everywhere. Denny's good everywhere. Just, yeah, he just he, like he wins every couple of weeks. He's just yeah. he's always in the mix. Yeah, not always consistent, but really fast, and he's it very capable of popping off a win. I mean, Wednesday, Tona has a couple so-so weeks, then pops up and wins Darlington. Yeah. Another guy to keep an eye on at Charlotte. That's been the trend of Joe Gibbs racing. Right? Oh, no, they're not in his own, but just, the, the, wins, the wins just keep uh, coming. So listen, Jordan, it was great, uh, great breaking it down. Where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, Jordan underscore Bianchi. You can check out my work on theathletic.com. Thanks a lot for the time. Enjoy the race, uh, Jordan. Thank you, sir. Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we've got a couple of minutes left before we shut things down uh, for the week. It's been a great week of uh, shows. Uh, next week... Uh, we'll be moving studios. Of course, you know, these are very troubling times for everybody uh, right now. Uh, but we're starting to get into a rhythm. Uh, we'll start taking phone calls. We'll start mixing more guests in. Our production capabilities will start to expand over the next uh, couple of weeks. So we appreciate everybody uh, 
We appreciate everybody joining us through this uh, crisis. We hope everybody's uh, safe at home or wherever uh, you may be. And uh, we look forward to uh, kicking some ass uh, this summer as sports starts to come back. And it looks like the NBA could be back in late July, maybe early August. We talked about it earlier, guys. NHL playoff format starting to come together. Horse racing. Uh, we got the Triple Crown around the corner, the Triple Crown pursuit. And speaking of this, Cam, on the way out here, I figured I'd share this with you. I figured you'd like this. Starting position winners, okay, at the Coca-Cola 600. It's like horse racing, bro. Um, we've only had one winner from uh, 37, one winner from 28, one winner from 27, one winner from 25, one winner from 23, one winner from 22, one, uh, two winners from, uh, from 21. You look, at, you look at the top here, starting position, the one, uh, the pole position, 17 times. <laughs> Number two, 17 times. That's a lot. Number three, 15 times. Number four, 10 times. It's amazing. It's like horse racing. Yeah, you, look at, you, you look at the history of the, the Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola 600 here, and uh, starting position has been important. Like, you know, like Formula One, it's critical. Normally in NASCAR, it doesn't matter, but the numbers yeah. would say otherwise here. Yeah, so you're going to take somebody close uh, close at the qualifying in the top four positions. I don't know, Gabe, it looks like the chalk. You see it this week. Uh, your boy, Kyle Busch, plus 430, Truex, plus 550. I don't know if you want to go back, back with Harvick at six. Who do you like this week? I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, plus 430. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, I got to go. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um... I'm going to go with Kyle Busch uh, here. Yeah, Truett, listen, dude, it's, it's the usual suspects all the time, Cam. And, you know, we talked about Martin Truex having a, a nice run here. If you look at the past winners here, Truex and Bush, last two winners, Austin Dillon, Martin Truex. Truex has won two of the last four races here. That's why he's plus 550 right now. It might be worth a look. I like that price. That's not bad. Yeah, he's won two of the last... Uh, and you know what? Uh, as, as we've seen, Joe Gibbs uh, starting to come together a little bit uh, right now. But have a great weekend, everybody. May the winners be yours, uh, Cam. Other than that, you're on your own. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.